0: The idea behind Fresh Off the Boat was to uh, uh, let our students who have just graduated from college or have just graduated from high school know that there is a world out there. There are students who we've worked with in the past uh, uh, who are always there to uh, help and communicate. Uh, I know these are difficult times, but let's liven up the mood by introducing uh, Shivani Dharmadakari. Uh, she's a student I'd worked with in 2013-14, when she was at American Embassy School. Uh, seems aeons ago, I think. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it was great fun, I think, meeting at our Munirka office and doing uh, applications and whatnot. Uh, having uh, worked with her, I've just seen how trajectories and different paths students have taken. It's been fascinating to see things that Shivani's been doing at Columbia, at her internships and even at the current job. So diving straight in uh, to the first question, Shivani, what do you remember of your early days at Columbia? How was it settling in and also just figuring out life in a new city, in a new environment?
1: So I'm not gonna lie, like the first year was, it was kind of, it was obviously tough because I was coming from India Um, and it is, I feel like, your first year it it always it's always hard to kind of make new friends and uh, settle into a, a more challenging academic environment um but you know like after the first semester i definitely was able to make a lot more deeper connections with people through like different activities and such um and so yeah i definitely was able to settle in more um and get to understand like all the activities and all the things that the New York City has to offer, which was
0: really great. Great, uh, but looking back, do you think Columbia was the right choice for you, or would you reconsider? 100%. <laughs> so,
1: what? Like my first semester, I, I thought a lot. I was like, "Oh, is this the right place for me?" But like, I think honestly, and maybe it's not just for me because like I've talked to other people. Um, and after a few years, like, you just can't imagine yourself anywhere else. Like, I mean, I, you, once you start making friends and, like, you get into your classes, um, like, no matter where you go to college, like, you you gain a deep connection to the place. And so I can't imagine, like, my life would be so different. Um, and there's so many instances where I'm like, oh, wow, if I hadn't gone to Columbia, like, my life would be completely different. And so it's kind of crazy in that way.
0: So, yeah, how did that happen? In terms of your pre-professional choices, you made the internships and opportunities that came your way at Columbia? Uh, and finally, how did it lead to choosing the job at Cornerstone? uh any any thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I went into Columbia as a chemical engineer, um, and then I just kind of realized that it wasn't for me. Um, so i I studied operations research, which, um, is quite popular at Columbia, but it's basically a mixture of like, kind of applied math, finance, computer science, um, which are things that I, I really found interesting. And I, I found the, the program to be extremely applicable, like, um, just in so many respects in terms of like data science, um, a lot of people go into finance. So I, I, work in a very kind of niche industry. It's called economic consulting. Um, And they basically do work for legal firms. So um, I was kind of drawn to Cornerstone because um, of the kind of mixture of work they do. They do a lot of like data-heavy work um, and they do a lot of like financial work. So those were two types of things that I was kind of interested in. Um, And I've been able to really use parts of my major um, at my job, which is pretty
0: cool. Great, so for viewers who might not know much about operations research, and now also even the connection with law, uh, given where the world is today, where so many companies are filing bankruptcy, and I'm sure there's a signaling effect in the stock markets, do you think your jobs really become even more important now?
1: Um, I mean, so, The thing with like the industry that I work in is that um, there's definitely like a temporary slowdown because courts are closed. Um, But when people lose money, there's a lot of like legal actions that are taken. And so um, they definitely anticipate that like the coronavirus like implications are gonna lead to like more legal cases as companies file for bankruptcy, as like, um, like people are trying to recover money that they've lost. So a lot of legal suits will probably um, happen in the next few months
0: likely. And what's the connection with the, the data science part in not necessarily in the current situation, but in your job and what is operations research if you could start with that perhaps?
1: Yeah, so operations research is a very like broad subject, I guess, but um it's basically kind of using like mathematical tools to optimize processes. So the applications are like there in supply chain, like industrial engineering, but then also kind of in finance as well. Um so kind of like you it's a bit I always I always struggle with explaining what it is. Um but it, yeah, like you can also use those tools um to to analyze things in financial markets as well. So it's sure, one, so I I so kind of a de- decision
0: making sort of toolkit.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, um, exactly. Industries
0: yeah. And- Okay, super. So, uh, do you think uh, students who are just interested in math and statistics should choose it, or uh, they could be students who um, might be poets? <laughs> people who don't love math and numbers shouldn't do it, right? Or is it something it's that you definitely think they can be taught?
1: Very mathematical based. Um, so like, it, I mean, it's in the engineering school, so it's probably more for people who really like math because. I went in like thinking I loved math, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is like a lot of math, even for me." But um, yeah, it's quite quantitative,
0: um, right? So uh, you know, in terms of advice to uh, the graduating class at Columbia or elsewhere, uh, these are uncertain times. A year ago, the economy seems to be booming. Uh, there were jobs, uh, and now suddenly there's just sort of lockdown. Uh, what would you sort of advise them to think and do now i know it's a difficult question but uh, how do you deal with setback
1: yeah um well i can give an example i mean like so the summer between my junior and senior year i i did an internship um at like a company and i, I was really excited about it and i didn't get a return offer and so at that point i'd kind of assumed that I was just going to work there full-time, right? Like, because I'm like, oh, internship, and then you get a full-time offer, and then you're done. But I think you have to kind of take a step back and, like, really make a plan. And even, it is it is definitely, like, very tough, but hopefully, like, this is going to be kind of a temporary setback. And, like, I think the key, there's definitely, like, a few key things that, like, People who are get, getting ready to go into the job market need to think about like one is that, um, like m- making a plan of like what you actually want to do, which is like harder than it seems. So really like re because when you're in an interview for a job, like people want people need to see that you really want that you really want to do what you're saying that you want to do. So really like understanding like looking at your strengths and like looking at your interest and figuring out like what jobs align with that and making a story for yourself it's like it's not that different actually from like applying to college because you need to kind of like make a story um that you can tell in an interview and then number two is like you you really need to network um which is like which is it's really annoying but um like looking on LinkedIn, seeing where, um, you know, people from your university have gone to school, have started working um, and reaching out to them um, because like networking, like as someone who now like reads resumes for like my job um, and is involved in the recruiting process, like if you if you reach out to people at the company, um, like they do know that um, and that it does make a difference. And then, yeah just like really staying positive through the whole process because um it's it's really it is tough um but like you only need one thing to work out if you think about it so it's just kind of like really taking control of the application process and um um, taking it seriously
0: yeah i like the fact that you linked it to something akin to a high schooler applying to college yeah it's about personal (laughs) branding and all of that But one quick thing: There's obviously there are people who influence you. There are mentors you seek, in say professors or even career services or seniors. Uh, Can you name like or or just identify and tell me like who were the kind of people who mentored you and helped you remain positive or showed you the light?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think like it was very important to me for me to like be connected with people who were positive. Because a lot of like a lot of people in the job search process can be super competitive and like not make you feel good. Um, So, I mean, somebody who really inspired me in the job search process um, was like one of my seniors who is also in my major. And so she was the one who actually like really helped me get my internship because like I was like sometimes networking is like not just like, oh, networking to get a job. But it's like, oh, like your friends are also your network, you know. So she was like one of my really good friends. And she was a year older than me. And, um, you know, we have a similar academic background. And she really enjoyed her internship at the startup. And I, and I thought that that was really cool. It was like a data um, data analysis startup. And so like she told me about her experience. And like because I knew firsthand, like from my friend, like really specific things about it, um, like that obviously like really shone through in the interviews. Um, and so just like, like talk to your friends, um, about what they're doing, um, and like see if it's interesting to you. And I think that that's like really helpful in the process.
0: Super. Uh, so, but how would you say you're different? Like, how would you say that these are my three strengths, which I really want to project, uh, when, um, uh, you know, talking about yourself, <laughs> what comes to you, your mind? <laughs>
1: hmm. I'm trying to think what I what I used to say in interviews, um, (laughs) but I think, um, definitely like, um, my, I used to always say like my quantitative skills and like my data analysis skills, um, which are things that like, I was very lucky to have learned through my coursework, um, that I was able to apply. And then, um, also just like, obviously like I work really hard, um, which I guess isn't that huh
0: so that, that qualifies for sure, yeah,
1: yeah, I guess like, yeah, i work I work hard, um, and then just like my people skills, like I feel like that's really important, um especially like even if you're in something that's qu- like a quantitative discipline, like being able to like work with people um and not getting frustrated to when you know new challenges come. And so, yeah.
0: Great. That's that's pretty good. Let's kind of go back a little bit uh, uh, high school days and the whole application process to colleges. Uh, What do you remember of working with our team? (laughs) Is there anything that went well? That's something that you think uh, you felt could have been better? Uh, And how did you uh, sort of uh, steer yourself through the application timelines?
1: I think like what was great, I mean, for one, like working with your team like definitely helped me stay on track with applications because i think if you're just on your own it's it's very easy to leave things to the last minute and i i never felt like i had that stress i think also we started early like we started earlier than necessary um which gave enough time for like thoughts in especially like all the essays to kind of come to fruition because like you need to think about things and i think what the philosophy of you know of Ed Brand is kind of not it, you guys don't just like write people's essays for them you know like you're you're helping people they people really put their best foot forward um and i really liked kind of the brainstorming process that you had where cuz i i know i know that like um writing is something that kind of scared me a little bit like oh writing all these essays but um i thought it was really helpful the way that you guys like kind of brainstormed with me um, to think about what would be the best idea for like the essays that I would write. Um, and like the end product, was I know that was really good. So I found that super helpful.
0: Great, thanks. Uh, thanks for the plug. <laughs> but more than <laughs> anything, I feel it's honest. And uh, personally, we, I personally enjoy the whole writing process when we see a, one single sentence in a 700 word first draft which has potential and then sort of have those conversations and swing things around. Uh, Fantastic. A Broader question about education in general. And with COVID now, many schools, including University of Cambridge today, announced that they will most likely not have in-person classes all through this year. So not just spring, also spring next year. So that's going to be terrible. so what do you think education can like as an industry, a service could adapt and how can we reimagine things in the future? I know it's a very broad question, but any thoughts?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping because like my brother now is uh
0: is gonna be going into his senior
1: year. So I hope I hope that like they're gonna have some kind of combination. Like I've heard that they're trying to like um schools are trying to open their campuses in the fall, but have um, like a combination of virtual and like smaller classes, like socially distanced. Um, But you know, like the reality is that like, even if that happens, like a lot of things will have to be done virtually. Um, And so I think like a big thing um, that's really important is helping people stay connected. And so a lot of things are do- done over zoom um and what i found like now we have our even in the office like we have our meetings virtually um what something that makes a difference is just like and it's really small but like having video on rather than just having like you know um a blank screen with sound because like even though it's nice you can be in your bed it i think it's really important that people are can feel connected and you know by seeing people's faces in a classroom like that definitely helps um but yeah hopefully um there will be some kind of combination um right like, of some in-person classes because it, it is important um so yeah let's see
0: <laughs> super so uh yeah thank you shivani i think uh, i just wanted to uh get a sense of where you are at in your life. And um, it's just uh, fantastic to hear your thoughts about things that you've been doing. Uh, so thank you.